Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Panhandle of Florida. This is 100 Proof Football. My name is Paul Kleckler. Joined as always by my co-host Adam Pope. Wildcard weekend, baby. How you feeling, sir? Let's go. We talking playoffs? 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 Let's go. Talk to me, sir. What's up, man? Dude, I mean, we finished out the year pretty damn strong. Week 18, we both were three, 13 and 3. Woo! And Vegas was a measly 10 and 6. We stomped Vegas' ass. Man, we keep trying to make these motherfucking people some money, man. If they just hang in there and then don't bet the Cowboys, they make a shitload of money, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were definitely wrong on the Cowboys. You were all in on the Cowboys man. last week, I tell you. Woo. Hurt my feelings, bruh. Yeah. Bruh. But, uh, hey, I was down for my Detroit Lions. Ooh. I put my scotch on it. As wrong team favor, and I was telling everybody my Lions will win whether they have a chance to go to the playoffs or not. And my Lions came through. Good job, boys. Man, I'm impressed too because I was 13 and three. Two of the games I missed. Now we was hammered last show, and we were hammered <laughs> over the weekend. If anybody joined our damn uh, uh, watch party on Sunday, man, that was a hell of a lot of fun too, dude. We made a hell of a lot of bets and drank a hell of a lot of booze, but. Man, I was giving you so much shit about picking the Lions, A, mm -hmm. and picking the Cow, I mean, picking the Commanders, B. And damn, if those weren't the two that fucked me over. Actually, Lions didn't so much, but the damn Cowboys, damn sure did, yeah. boy. That's what Cowboys do. They like to fuck people, man. <laughs> <laughs> we them boys, man. So... So when we had a good record, we beat Vegas. If you just bet all the money line games, you you know had a better record than Vegas. That's the main thing, man. But what about what about our parlays, man? What what did we leave open on our bourbon scotch beer parlay? You almost had it. You had Cincinnati and you had the Steelers. They both came through to you. We both agreed on our beers, the Steelers and Browns, and we picked the under, under and this time it was the over. They finding some offense there in Pittsburgh all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Dude. What's up yeah. with that? So uh, we both drink a beer, and I missed my bourbon. I actually had the Bucks over the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. So what you want you want to do first? You want to well, let I'll, me take I'll my only owe a bit. Yeah, take that because I realize that my beer is not within arm's reach, so I'm going to step away for a minute. And let okay. you, which one are you doing first? I'm going to do my bourbon. You're going to do your bourbon, I'm going to man. 
the Willet. Oh, he got the Willet, baby. Let's go. Top shelf tonight for the stream. I'm down with it, bro. All right, all right. Anything less than top shelf? Come on. I mean, you know, <laughs> we try not to anyway, but uh, no judgments here. If you want to put your bourbon with Dr. Pepper, I love you anyway, man. That's all good, <laughs> dude. It's all good. All right, well, uh, I'm cueing the shot music. Do your thing, baby. All right. Cheers. Woo! Willet is pretty damn smooth. Just take as a shot. As he's getting his beer ready, I just cracked open my Medello. And he's taking a lot longer than I thought, so we'll just kind of wait on him. But, I mean, it, what, did, what did we get wrong last week? Shoot, let's go over this. Losing my mind, man. Couldn't find my Yeah, <laughs> I was expecting a great radio and podcast. 10 second break, maybe. Ops. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, now I guess I got to fill something in. I couldn't find it. It was right beside me the whole time. I had to put something on top of it that I have to break out later. I know you can't even hear me, but yeah, we got it. We good to go now. Let me prep this bad boy. Because all my beard, the Steelers found some offense. That's not the worst thing in the world, man. For my Steelers and my fantasy team as a dynasty owner of said Kenny Pickett, bro. And George Pickens. What's up? So you taking a beer as well, and then you good? We both good at our scotch, right? You got me? Mm. I'm coming through. I think it's on your end, bro. Did you mute me? You got me? Yeah, I got you. You ain't got All me. Right. I didn't have you. It was coming through my computer all of a sudden. I think oh, okay. he switched mics on me. All right, all right. You good? So, yeah. Yep. Let, let's do this thing. Oh, these beers. Time to get it. Let's go. Cheers. Cheers. Woo. Damn, man. I need to eat something. That like expanded my belly, man. I wouldn't even have no room for that shit. <sighs> Excuse me. Well, we oh. had some, uh, that's some top quality, <sighs> classy ass streaming and podcasting right there. Not <laughs> only are we burping into the mics and being also uh, couth, we finally got our mic and audio issues worked out. We ready to go, man, because, man, we got a special issue this week, man. It's playoff season. Playoffs? And it's time for. The first annual Proofies coming up. We have an award show this episode, man. It's going to be a quicker episode with only having six games to cover. And we got our very special. Hope you got your evening wear on, man. Your evening gown, your tuxedos, whatever. Because there's some classy shit coming up. The first ever Proofy Awards to be uh, held this episode. So we're looking forward to it. And I guess that's all the housekeeping we do because we settled up from last week. Is it time to start a tab, sir? Let's open that tab. Let's open that tab. Here we go. You want to start tab? I've not yet begun to defile myself. Open bar, dude. Tonight, we're getting fucked up. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -hmm. 
There we go, man. Well, I'm drinking Trace tonight, man. I think I need to switch to maybe some uh, Weller or something since you're so top shelf tonight, dude. And we technically are winners. We 13-3 against Vegas, baby. So I might do that as soon as I drink this Trace here. All right. Sounds if good to me. As long as that's approved by you, sir. That is, that's very much approved by me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, first up on the uh, the slate this week, man, Wild Card Weekend. Check me out, dude. First, let me put you on Adam Cam, let you talk about this uh, game for a second. There's all your picks from last week. Let me clear that out. Let me put myself on Paul Cam. Let's clear this out because we got a little, little format, a new little format this week, y'all. We're going extra deep into the analysis. We doing it. First game on the slate is going to be 4.30 Fox and Fox Deportes. 9-8 Seahawks on the road at the 13-4 San Francisco 49ers. Let's look at this game right here. And, of course, my drive messes up on these cameras as soon as I bring it up. All right, we're going to get this squared away. One second, one second. It's probably going to do it on every, every damn camera. All right, all right. Talk to me, man, about this game. All right. 49ers swept Seahawks by an average of 14 points this week, or this year. They're getting Debo Samuel back just in time for the playoff push. Elijah Mitchell came on strong. I think he had five carries, 50 yards, and a touchdown, getting his legs underneath him. I mean, what a great complimentary player to Christian McCaffrey. I mean, there's, there's nothing to be said. I, I think the 49ers are doing the Muhammad Ali. I'm a bad man. Oh. And Seahawks know it. So oh. give me 49ers win and cover. 49ers win and cover on the at home, man. What's the spread? It was nine and a half, right? Uh, I have 10 on my list. You got 10. Okay, I think I might have moved down to nine and a half. Okay. Trying to work these cameras out. Y'all pardon me in the moment while I'm doing this little technical stuff. Yeah, dude. Nine and a half is better. I mean, it makes you feel better. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the one thing you can say about the Seahawks is this, man. that they, they have their entire starting lineup. And the um, 49ers, obviously, are going with the rookie quarterback making his playoff debut. Though he's looked up to the task so far, y'all. He's looked like he knows what he's doing. Um and I, I believe in him right now, man. I, I think he can get it going. I think that he's, I mean, he, he doesn't look rattled. He doesn't look like the moment's too big for him. Now, as we keep going, the moment will be getting bigger and bigger. But, man, give me the 49ers, dude. And give me give me the, the, uh, the win and cover, dude. I'm down with you. I will drink to that. Cheers, sir. Cheers. I got to open a beer. All right. <laughs> Well, I'm drinking bourbon this show, man, because I'm all in it, man. I'm, I've been doing so much of this work, man. I'm trying to get these, uh, these graphics right for this thing, man. I got to get my camera right. Shout out to the chat and everybody out there as well. Put on Adam Cam. He's got his pick up there with the 49ers win and cover, and that's what I say as well, dude. So does Bo Jones in the chat. Oh, Bo Jones in the in the chat says so as well, dude. I'm down with it. Bo Jones, shout out out there to the chat. Hi, the chat. Much love, everybody hanging out in this stream, dude. We down with it. All right. Next up on the slate, I'm going to have to do this on the fly. Mess, mess all these cameras up, man. 
Next up on the slate, the San Diego, oh, excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers, 10 and 7, 815 NBC Peacock and Universal on the road, the 9 and 8 London Jaguars. Shout out to my folks across the pond, man. The Jaguars are in the playoffs, baby. What a turnaround. They're looking good. They came back when it mattered most and won that game. What's going to happen this week, man? Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen this week. The Chargers, after they lost to the Chiefs, they are 7-0. Now they played Arizona, the Raiders, the Dolphins, the Titans, the Colts, the Rams, and the Broncos. So it's not like a tough schedule when you have struggling teams like that. Um, But, and they're missing Slater. Their tackle Slater. Uh, second year uh, guy, but they, they got Keenan Allen back, and I think they hit some strides. Mike Williams, he seems healthy. He's a little bit uh, questionable, but I think he'll play. And Austin Eckler, they're just opening up the door for him. So I think their offense is hitting a lot better than it was at the beginning of the season. Same way with the Jags, though. J- the Jags are 6-1 and one since they lost to the Chiefs. And they only lost two my Detroit Lions. Oh, yes, sir. They also had to come back a few of those games. Uh, I think everybody remembers the Cowboys and the overtime. Um, so, I mean, if I had the thing about the Jags, they got going for them, Peterson. Uh, yeah. Peterson, at, uh, he's already won a Super Bowl. He knows how to coach a team through the playoffs. And the Chargers do not have a coach. But I really believe the Chargers have more of a team. So give me the Chargers. Going to Duval. Going to Duval. You got the Chargers. Whoa. What's the spread on that one, man? The Chargers are two and a half point favorites. What I'm looking at. So you look you looking at a different site. That's cool. Hey, there are different lines out there. That's all right. Everything's to be considered. Hey, we got some next level graphics up here, by the way. Next level analysis getting overshadowed by my uh, technical difficulties uh, running these cameras. But look, points per game—they're they're right on average. And points against uh, the—you know—the Chargers letting up a little more than two points more a game. There's a huge difference in the, the Chargers got the third passing offense in the in the NFL, and the but they got a thirtieth with Austin Eckler, thirtieth. Rushing offense. What I, I, I kind of took me by surprise and looked at all that. Uh, Jaguars pretty pretty middle of the road. Everything except their pass defense. So that does not bode well against Herbert. But I do kind of believe in what uh, uh, Goldilocks is doing. Trevor Lawrence looking good. Uh, mm-hmm. They got the 14th best rushing offense going against the 28th best rushing defense. And I don't know, man. Being at home, being hyped, being starved for anything like this in a while. I think the Jaguars, wrong team favorite. My first underdog of the week, baby. I'm taking the Jags, baby. Wrong team favorite. Did you have the Did you have the uh, Chargers covering? I had the Chargers covering. Okay, all right. I'm putting you back. I'm putting your picks up there. But I, don't, I did like the Jags. I just couldn't. Something was trying to tell me the Jags, but my my head, and I was trying to be logical, kept saying the Chargers. I think they're a better team. Yeah, the Jags beat the Chargers bad earlier in the season. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. 
without key individuals though. that's true that is true you gotta take everything into consideration next up on the slate buffalo and miami coming on here man miami yeah. on the uh, road we already found out two is not playing uh, 1 p.m cbs nine and eight against 13 and three just like our picks last week talk to me I mean, Dolphins still have a good defense. I mean, don't sell them out. Uh, they have the receivers, as everybody knows, with Waddle and Hill. It's just going to be tough, especially starting a rookie quarterback. Um, and then you got the Bills. Bills Mafia, they're playing for something. They're going to start hitting their stride. It almost looked kind of last week. They're in playoff form, uh, just on a flick of the switch. And you had me at hello when the game's playing at Orchard Park, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, once Orchard Park was in the consideration, I was like, case closed. Give me the Bills all the way. Ride or die, Buffalo Bills, win and cover. Wow. Yeah, I don't think it's really that much of a uh, question. Apologies to anybody looking at the screen right now. I'm just going ahead, jumping ahead and fixing all these cameras that are messed up. So we'll have all these visuals right in about 30 seconds. But, yeah, man, it's... Iowa could have been a really good game. I mean, you saw the game in Buffalo earlier when Miami went up there and hung hung with them, hung tough, dude. But Both it, times. Both times, but it was not to be. Um, I don't think it will be this week either. So, I mean, yeah, not to be with your boy. Now I think I'm, I'm done being distracted. Sorry. Not to be with freaking Tua. And now with... You know, third-string quarterback, rookie quarterback. They ain't saying a damn prayer, man. What's the spread currently? It is 13. 13. I think the I think the Bills win and cover. I don't think there's any question, man. The Bills are on a mission. Now you got the whole country behind them after uh, Hamlin's injury, which we got great news on that as well this week. Mm -hmm. He's discharged from the hospital, baby. So that's awesome, man. God is good. All those prayers and, and the whole nation praying for this guy work for sure. And uh, it's all, man. So uh, such great news around the Bills, and they're going to fight for this guy, and I believe in them. So I got the Bills covering as well. Cheers. Cheers. Next up on the slate. 430 Fox, the 9-7. Motherfucking one. New York Giants on the road at the 13 and 4. Preseason darlings of one co-host of this show. Talk to me. What's going to happen? Well, thank God it's in Minnesota because this could get an actually kind of ugly game, in my opinion. The Giants have a defense. They have um, Leonard Williams and they have Dexter... Jones uh, coming off the edge. They have Thibodeau. So that defense is kind of nasty. And if you know, like, the Green Bay, if you watch the Green Bay, it was all coming after Kirk Cousins. He got rid of the ball, made some piss-poor throws, turnovers in that game. And when you have a third string as your center and a second string as your tackle and another guy as a guard, like, it's not boning well. So I can actually see the New York Giants pulling this game off. Oh. But there's too much talent with the Vikings for me to go with the Giants. I mean, give me Kirk Cousins. Give me Jefferson. Give me uh, Dalvin Cook. 
Give it to me all, man. Give me the Vikings win and cover. Vikings win and cover. It's only three. I mean, they're a the much more talented team. They're just, for some reason, not putting teams away like they should. Um, it's it's weird. It's weird what's happening to this team. I know it's a new new coach, first-year system, but I will drink to that. I got to stick on my team so far. I called them on the offseason last January to make the NFC Championship. So I didn't call them to win it, but I called them to make it. So I, I got to stick by them, man. Cheers. I'll drink to that. Cheers. Cheers. Remember, last time they played this year, it was a 61-yard field goal by Greg Joseph to win that game. Mm, good game. And I wouldn't trust that man to kick anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. Next up on Wild Card Weekend, man. Only two more games, dude. 8-15 NBC. Peacock and Telemundo. 10-7 Ravens on the road at the 12-4 fighting Joe Burrows. Without Lamar Jackson. Talk to me. Even with Lamar Jackson, I was going to go Bengals winning mm. cover. Uh, short and sweet. Since he is... Like Zoolander, they're they're so hot right now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, even with Lamar Jackson, without receivers, you only have Mark Andrews. Hell of a defense still in Baltimore, but you need a lot more pieces of the puzzle to put away a Cincinnati team. So give me Cincinnati win and cover. Cincinnati win and cover. I the the spread is currently. What, eight and a half? That's way too low. This playoff time, baby. Uh, Broadway Joe, man. The new Broadway Joe, man. He's coming at it. Give me the Bengals to win and cover again. What's up with Lamar Jackson, dude? I'll drink to that in the meantime. Cheers. <laughs> What's up with Lamar Jackson, man? You don't pay the man. Those injuries tend to linger. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, is it as simple as that? Yeah. I think it I is. I think it is as well. I mean, but... You would think like, okay, he sat out the rest of the regular season, so now he's got time to go and win it in the postseason. Like show up when you know what I mean. We talking about practice, like Allen Iverson. We talking about the regular season. It's playoffs now, man. You can, you know, you still got a chance to go win the Super Bowl. You think he's actually sitting out if he's healthy? I mean, if you think he could play, but he's sitting out. I I think there's still a good chance. Like it's in his head. And honestly, Cincinnati's pass rush defense is going to test out that knee. There's no reason to even try. If he had some receivers, yeah. Even Hollywood Brown from last year or something. Yes, give it. Give it to me. Hmm. Uh, I think the same thing, actually. I was just seeing what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that he's just giving him the middle finger, man, so... We'll see. Next up, one of the most interesting games of the playoffs, dude. I'm down for this one, dude. The Dallas Cowboys, fresh off of costing me $2,000 winnings on the <laughs> road to Tampa Bay, where apparently Jason Garrett said the, the Cowboys just don't play well on grass. And I'm sure the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ain't mowing it one bit. 8-15, Monday Night Football, ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, ESPN Plus, and ESPN Deportes. Talk to me. Um, shout out to Joshua Gaudet. 
I'll get to that dog's comment in a What's second. What's up? Good day. Good to see you, baby. Hang out. We got something for you, dude. <laughs> uh, so the Bucks started out with Dallas, and Dallas uh, lost that game 19 to three. They can't score points. Uh, the Bucks, I know, are eight and nine, and the Cowboys are twelve and five. But the last uh, Cowboys game I saw, they were twenty-six and six, and they lost that game to the Commanders last week. Dak Prescott trying mm. way too hard since he's coming back from injury. I, I and honestly, I think it's still that running the ball with fourteen or eighteen seconds left and not having another play is still like messing with his mind so he has to let everything go get a cleanse to even get this game but i think buck's defense actually wins this game uh dax thrown seven picks or a pick in every single game last seven games he's played so Mm. throw another pick or two give me the bucks wrong team favor oh there you go dude uh, I'm such a freaking cuckold, I guess, man, because I'm going to pick the Cowboys again, and I don't even know why. It's so freaking annoying what they do and don't do. Uh, they have the talent and defense and offense to win the Super Bowl, and I don't know why mm-hmm. they can't freaking – I guess this is what Green Bay fans are talking about, why they was ready to let um, uh, McCarthy go, right? I mean, they wasn't, you know, they weren't sad about it. They showed him the door, and now – He's looking kind of similar in, in Dallas. If they play to their potential, they can be anybody. So that's – is that going to happen? I can't call that, man. I can't predict that at all. I do think they win this game, though. I think that was an attention getter last week. I think they're embarrassed. I think they have to come out and prove a point. I don't know if that point's going to be some kind of beat down on the Bucks. I mean, looking here at points per game, they have almost 10 more points a game on mm-hmm. average than the Bucks, who have been paltry on offense, man. Uh, if you look at everything except Russian defense, the, the Cowboys in the top half of the league. Um, and, but, yeah, so are the so are the, the Buccaneers on everything but pass defense. I mean, I'm sorry, rush offense. So they can't run a damn ball. So it, it'll be interesting in this game. Uh, clear, clear skies, Monday night football, primetime. I think it's the revenge factor, though. The revenge factor. Give me the Cowboys. Wrong team favored, baby. They remember that exit last year at the hand of the Buccaneers, and I think they ready to get some revenge, man. So uh, that's the slate of games for week 19, baby. Wild card week, man. What's up to Joshua Gaday in the chat? Shout out, man. Go dogs. We got two dog fans in the chat, man. The all-time greatest butt-whipping in the history of the playoffs, man, I, was, I turned a damn game off in the third quarter. I was like, okay, I'm just going to listen to music. America did. Yeah, <laughs> it was the lowest rated game, yeah, uh, championship yeah. game. But the dogs, back-to-back champions, I, don't, I think part of the reason is because everybody knew the dogs were the best team. I mean, they knew it midseason, I think. They spent yeah. most of all but, what, one or two weeks as number one. Bama jumped them briefly, and then that didn't last long. So, nope. yeah, shout out. Go Dawgs. Roo, roo, roo. Happy for y'all out there, man. It's, it was a, a great time. My Seminoles might see y'all in the playoffs next year. <clears throat> Check the hat. Better know. Better represent, baby. We coming, man. We coming. We climbing on up. All the way to early polls. Got us in the top five 
four, top four. six. Yeah, top six, oh. all of them, but some of them a uh, little, little uh, more conservative. But yeah, man. So what? After we pick all these things, it's time to bring up our playoff challenge bracket, man. You and me have a uh, a bet, dude. A big, a big bet. We doing this playoff game every. The first round gives you a point. The second round, the divisional round, gives you two points for getting a win right. The third round gives you four points. And the Super Bowl winning pick gives you six points. Unfortunately, we don't differ a whole lot on our picks, as you heard from this first week. But we have two different ones where you have the Chargers, I have the Jags, and you have the Bucks, and I have the Cowboys. So we will start to differ after that and see what happens. We got a bottle of uh, uh, Trace, right? Bet on this bracket. Bottle of Trace, bet on the bracket. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Keep updating this as it transpires. But um, without much further ado, dude, it's time to get to something we never done before, man. Or should we do the parlays first? What say Uh... you? Maybe parlays. parlays yeah, us. I think yeah. you're right. I'm about to pre all over the show, man. Yeah. We're about to get to our what we're teasing is our uh, our Proofy Awards, man. It's coming out real soon. First annual Proofy Awards should be a good time. Get your evening formal wear on and uh, and and dress to the nines, man. It's coming up real soon, but it's time to do some actual gambling, which is part of the whole point of this show. So, without further ado, let's cue the bourbon, scotch, and beer music, baby. Let's go. Bourbon, scotch, and beer. I have officially switched over to, to Weller, by the way, if anybody was wondering. So, top shelf night it is. <laughs> top shelf. Let's go. All right. So, I bourbon was sco- wondering. <laughs> bourbon, scotch, and beer. If anybody that doesn't know, it's a three leg parlay spread, money line, under, over. Each one, bourbon, scotch, and beer attached to each one. If we miss any leg of that parlay, we drink the corresponding drink before we even start the show. For the following week, which is why we were chugging beers and taking shots, because we uh, we almost came through, but didn't quite do it last week. So this week, lay it on me, brother. What you got? All right. So I actually did this yesterday, but then I'm going to redo it today because the odds have changed. So right. I'm going to give an accurate description. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals to cover the eight and a half. Okay. I'm going to take the Chargers to win. Oh, in my, let's see, beer. Give me the Giants and Vikings. Give me the 48. Give me the under on that game. Oh. That three team parlay. Shit. Will win you. <laughs> oh, I can't. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Do you have it with you? So you said uh, Vikings under, Chargers. I- Win. Win. And the Bengals spread. And Bengals cover. That gets you $544 on a $100 bet, baby. That's plus $544. What's wrong with that, man? I like that a lot. I like that a lot that I'm scrambling because I have the exact parlay. The exact bourbon scotch For real? beer parlay. So I'm trying to scramble real quick and make a little different ad- no, adjustment, man. No, I say let it ride. Let it ride? Let it ride. We Because we're going to be... I think if we miss any of this... We got to do them all. Oh, you raising the stakes, man. Raising the stakes. If we have the same, you know how rare that is? Yeah, we've never done that, actually. 
We've never done that. Fair enough, man. It's the first time for everything, dude. Yes. All right, all right, all right. So we read the ride, man. We both got the same bourbon, scotch, and beer party. Cheers. I will drink to that, drink to that, and drink to that, man. We owe three drinks. Let's go. Cheers. Need some more Weller in my cup. What y'all drinking in the chat out there, man? Anybody drinking or not? Y'all hanging out with us? Hey, if you ever want to support the stream and, and spin the drink wheel, don't forget the link is in the description, man. We got much love for everybody out in the chat, and, and y'all been great for us all season long, man. It's been an amazing ride getting to the culmination right here. So now it's time to get a little loosey-goosey, baby. Let's go. Let's do some big boy, big boy parlay. Let's go. No gray goose if you don't get loose. No gray goose if you don't get loose. All right, tell me. I know we ain't got the same big boy parlays, so let's go. All right. Give me the 49ers to win. All right. Give me the Vikings to win. All right. Give me the Bucks. Wrong team favor. The Bucks are, yes, wrong team favor. That's right. The Bills win. Bills win. The Bengals win. Bengals win. Give me the Jags. Wrong team favor. Oh, there you go. What you putting on it? 50. Oh, you putting 50 on it, baby. It's only 16. Yeah, it's hard to make them big parlays. 50 wins you 579 and 62 cents. Motherfucking cents. What's wrong with that? Not a damn thing, man. And I'm not going to question you anymore because I was giving you shit on some of your picks last week and they would have won me a bunch of money if I listened to you. So, all right, well, my, my loosey goosey, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Seahawks cover. Mmm. I'm going to go with the rookie quarterback. Maybe the light's a little too big. I'm going to go Chargers lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wrong team favorite, baby. Go Jags. I got the Bills covering. I have the Vikings covering. I have the Bengals covering. I have the Cowboys covering as well. How about that? I'll put 50 on it just because you said you put 50 on it, man. And that's $2,557.57. That's the way to get some motherfucking money on these fucking parlays when it's only 16. What's wrong with that? A lot of covers, though, man. A lot of covers. That's right. But I don't know. NFL time. I feel better about anything but the Seahawks on that one. That's the one that gives me the most pause covering, but Uh, they can lose by nine. I don't know. Anyhow, we'll man, it's the, it's the playoffs. It. All right, time to go bottoms up then, baby. Bottoms up. Here we go. You ready? Cheers. Cheers, baby. Bottoms up, bottoms up, bottoms up. Going bottoms up. Going bottoms up. That's right. Much love. All that means is we starting from the, the uh, uh, bottom of the order, Monday Night Football, looking up and just reading up an order and making picks just to see if anything uh, – Stands out to you doing it that way. Plus, we just went bottoms up, maybe a whole new perspective. Let's go. All right. So give me the Cowboys to cover. Oh, all right. Give me the Chargers to cover. Give me the Bengals to cover. All right. Give me the Bills to cover. All right. Give me the Giants. Wrong team. There favorite. you go. I was about to say you can't do my exact parlay now. And then give me the 49ers to cover. Oh, there we go. That it was close. That's gonna be even this better. This one I'm than only mine, putting man. 25 on. Oh, only 25. I still want you $1,434 even. 
What's wrong with that? Not a damn thing. I mean, and I can see them Giants winning the game because if the dog, if the Vikings do that Vikings type shit, man, that's what could happen, dude. So yep. I can see that, man. Shout out in the chat if you're still here. Let me know you're still here. Time for the proofies here in just a moment, man. All right, all right. Last but not least, let's see what I can get done here. We're gonna we're gonna flip the script a little bit in case some chaos really happens. We're gonna take the Buccaneers wrong team favorite for the Cowboys to do what they tend to do sometime. We're gonna still take the Bengals to win, but not cover in case it goes weird. We're gonna take the, the Giants wrong team favorite like you just did. We're gonna take the Buffalo Bills to win and cover. We're gonna take the uh <laughs> We're gonna take the Jags to win. And then we're gonna take the Niners to win. And you put 25 on that like you do. I'm just copying what you do because I want to be like you so bad. No, I don't like it because it don't give me over a thousand. I'm gonna put 50 on it. That'll give you fifteen hundred and five dollars and thirty-nine cents if you made that parlay, baby. Let's go. What's wrong with any of that, man? Nothing if you win. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little mix and match, so I like it. Yeah, nothing if you win, man. He Bo Jones says he's got giants, but he's nervous. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I misspoke. I think I said uh, Dexter Jones, and I think I was getting the Chiefs defensive tackle uh, mixed up. But Chris it's Dexter Jones? Lawrence. Yeah, Chris yeah, Jones. Yeah, the one that got me zero points in my fantasy playoff when I lost by yeah. a point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. But yeah, the Giants got everybody nervous. Well, I mean, look, it's a fair pick. I don't hate the pick. And it could happen, but, but. They're not the better team, and they're on the road. No, no, and they're on the road. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, it can go like that. All right, so it's about time, man. Look, it's time to fade this this hype music we got going on, man. Let's let's fade it out. We're about to get into some some nicer uh, uh, situations, man. Once again, I hope you got your evening wear on, your formal wear on. Hope we got your champagne ready, because it's time to do some high-class type shit right now, man. We're trying to do some... It's time for the first annual Proofy Awards, all right? So we're going to... Um, they're coming up momentarily. So we're going to uh, uh, get behind the curtain, go backstage, if you will, and uh, bring out the, the the Proofies, man. So if you hype, let me know if you're hyping the chat, man. This is going to be fun, dude. The first annual Proofies happens every year from here on out. This is year one. Last year was year zero. First annual proofies. We'll be right back after these brief messages.
Yes, oh yes, baby, it's coming up. First annual Proofy Award. Kind of disappointed we don't have swag bags. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have made it. We are here for the first annual Proofy Awards. That's right, that's right. Shout out to the chat out there, the chat box. Everybody's been hanging out in the stream the whole time, man. God bless y'all for being here. God bless all y'all been here all year long. It's an amazing time. So glad y'all are here. It is the first annual Proofy Awards, baby. That's right. No other, no, nobody else you watching, nobody else knows anything about this, man. This is it. This is the next level in football entertainment. Hope you got your drink. Hope you got your, your tux on, your evening attire, man. We doing the damn thing. And you said something about being classy. Shit. This is how you yeah, make this look good, baby. baby. Woo! Are you on the that champagne? Is class. Well, I'm on the top shelf <laughs> bourbon, man. I hope that's classy enough, man. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't got no damn champagne now. Damn, we look good, man. Well, you're drinking Wellers. They're Wellers are for winners. So well, hopefully tonight there will be some winners of the first inaugural Proofies. There will be some winners. I can guarantee you that, dude. I can guarantee you there will be some winners, man. So I just want to say how good you look, man. Oh, yeah, my, my uh, wife is my tailor. Oh. This is a, a Jennifer Lynn. Uh just made it for me a she had a, a <laughs> she had a you know move the, the testicles around a little bit from to and fro but nice we got it done nice i'm down with it man i couldn't uh i couldn't ask for a better looking co-host so it's happening dude it's happening all right so without further ado it's time for the first annual Proofy Awards, man. Here we go, here we go. The first Proofy Award ever to be handed out will be for Wingman of the Year. The Wingman of the Year, y'all. So this is the player, the most underappreciated player, the least valued contributor, man. The team, the guy that he's not getting the glory, but without him, where would your team be? And the nominees are for best wingman, T. Higgins, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Rush, Brock Purdy, and Jacoby Brissett. Nice. Thoughts about the, the nominees, man. What's your thoughts about the, the nominees? I love the nominees. Uh, Purdy just came on strong at the end. Uh, and then Cooper Rush held it together when Dallas needed it. Those two teams could have faltered at any point, and they did not. Those are two that stand the out to you the most, huh? Those are Lockin and Higgins, yeah. I agree, man, and I agree. So there was a, it was a close vote, actually. And it came down to the two you just mentioned, man. So it is my honor to award the first ever proofy 
in the history of 100 proof football. Two, one. Brock Purdy, baby. Give it up for Brock Purdy. Well done. You're in the playoffs. You had the team around you. You could go all the way. I'll drink to that. Cheers, brother. Oh, so <laughs> Cheers. What a great wingman. Brock, I will say you're doing way better than your brother who couldn't hack it at a crappy three-win Florida State team and had to transfer, man. So we'll see how he's going to do over there at Iowa State or Nebraska, wherever he ended up. I can't even remember, but way to go, Brock Purdy. All right. So you, so you win 100 proof, and then we shit on you. <laughs> no, we shit on your brother. We ain't shit well, on him. Yeah, we we, uh, roast your we shit on your family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Equal opportunity shitters for sure. <laughs> but, hey, it'll be a trivia question. Year 10 of the show, who won the first annual, the first ever Proofy Awards? And Let's I, see if we remember. And then, <laughs> see if we, Bo Jones will remind us, man. He'll be, he'll be there and let <laughs> us know, man. All it's right. Polly taking notes now. <laughs> the next award coming up. Mm, some of these awards you might not want to win. <laughs> the next award is the man that can't hold a liquor. Oh, that's right. If this free agent's all over the place, got big money, big signing to be with new teams, new change of scenery. They got to the new bar. They trying to hang out with everybody, and they just can't even hold a liquor, making an ass of themselves as soon as they show up. And the nominees are Zach Wilson, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, and Carson Wentz. Let's go. Give it up for the nominees, y'all. Let's go. What's your thoughts on the nominees in this category? I mean, it's all quarterbacks, and I guess quarterbacks are the heavy drinkers on the 100 proof. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a toss up. They all deserve it, in my opinion. <laughs> they all deserve it. <laughs> Hey, well, this ain't uh, no uh, Little League trophy, man. Somebody's going to win the damn trophy, and that's for sure. So without further ado, I can tell you, the man that can't hold his liquor for 2022 is Russell Wilson, baby. Give it up for him, y'all. Give it up for him. Man, he got almost as many touchdowns as he does proofies, man. Almost as many proofies as he does touchdowns, right? Yep. It's been that kind of... In the night, he might, he might have more. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Russell Wilson, congratulations, man. You have forever cemented yourself in the lore of the Proofy Awards. Russell Wilson, congratulations, sir. May or may not be the first or next last time we see his name tonight. Um, I, d I know he doesn't have a brother, so are you going to shit on his kids now? <laughs> Since he won, I didn't know this is going. No, I just want to shit in one of his bathrooms. He just, there was like a thing, what does he have, like nine bathrooms or something like that? It just says last week he... I think he has 13. 13 bathrooms. Something just stupid, last yeah. week, he passed the uh, bathroom versus touchdown pass. He has one more touchdown pass than he does bathrooms. Congratulations once again, Russell Wilson, on a fine, fine season that Atlanta Jew on the first annual Proofy Awards. Next up, this category is Lord of the Dance. 
for best end zone celebration in the 2022 season, y'all. There's been lots of good nominees. I've seen uh, uh, teams bowling. I've seen people uh, doing crazy dances. Lots of, I've seen the Steelers get a fine for acting like they duck hunting, shooting stuff out the sky. But this is an individual award, y'all. We're not handing it out to teams, okay? And the nominees for the 2022 Lord of the Dance are Jalen Waddle for the Waddle, Joe Mixon for the coin flip last week. It cost him $10,000. That's hashtag inflation. Mike Jacecki for the whitest griddle you'll ever see. Keeping it real. And Alan Lazard for giving the whole team a shot of ayahuasca and they all passed out. What's your thoughts on these nominees, sir? Lots of good nominees, man. Lots of good nominees. Uh, as a man that, called. as a man, excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt. But as a man that has danced in a dance-off at my own wedding, I feel like you're uniquely qualified to talk about yes. this subject, man. Come on. So I'll start with the Mike Gusecki. It's not called the griddle. It's called the griddle. No, I can't even say it. The, the gritty, right? Gritty. Did I say yeah, griddle? But you said, yeah, you said griddle. Like, <laughs> well, I think he was me, my, man. Yeah, to me, in my opinion, give it to the man who put money to win this award, and that's Joe Mixon. Oh. You paid ten thousand dollars to win a proofy. Oh. You deserve wow. the proofy, in my opinion. Let's see. I don't know if he wanted. It. Let's see if if your wish comes true. The winner of the Lord of the Dance 2022 is Jalen Waddle, baby. Jalen Waddle for coming up with the Waddle. One of the best touchdown dances I've seen since Antonio Brown, who has a different pelvic thrust, man. Or Randy Moss, who just wiped his ass on the goalpost. He just mooned everybody. Yeah, one of the best. <laughs> Joe Mixon was reminiscent of uh, the Sharpie. From your boy, mm-hmm. Terrell Owens. T.O. T.O. Yep. But Jalen Waddle is the winner of the first annual Proofy Award, Lord of the Dance. Man, moving right along. This is a great show, man. I'm having a good time, man. I'll drink to that. I love it. Cheers, love baby. It. Cheers. Man, you Cheers. look fucking good. I ain't gonna lie. I might, yeah, I might have to wear that every show. I would say I would give you the number to my tailor, but since I said she checks your balls a few times, <laughs> I don't think I want that. <laughs> oh man! Next up, next up. All right. This war, this award, you may not want to win. If you're the player, you might. But if you're the team, you might not. This is the 86th award, baby. This is a player that's 86 in his team, and he's saying, I will not be here next year. I'm peacing out. Y'all see me on another roster and watch what I do because y'all could have had it, but you didn't put a ring on it. So I'm going to put a ring on a different whole different team, baby. The f- nominees for the first annual 86th awards are Lamar Jackson, DeAndre Hopkins, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. Give it up for the nominees. That's a good, that's a good, 
That's a good uh, nominee class right there. What's your? Yeah, that's a good list. Talk right to there. me about those nominees, man. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, I am glad it was the Detroit Lions that did that to him. Anytime I can plug in my team, go Detroit. Yeah. Uh, it's been 30 years, 30 plus years. Um, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, I think he goes somewhere else. I mean, somebody mm. with some talent, some receivers that could have some uh, quarterback that they could trade or picks that they could trade. Uh, and then D-Hop, I think D-Hop could go somewhere else. Maybe a Cleveland Browns and reunite with uh, Watson and you got Cooper. Oh, that'd be deadly next year. Nice. So I'm going to go DeAndre Hopkins. That's the youth, that's your prediction, DeAndre Hopkins. That's my prediction. Woo. Man, I think that people want Lamar Jackson. I'm not sure. I mean, him not playing this week tells me something. Mm-hmm. But let's see who actually won the award. The 2022 86th award goes to Aaron Rodgers for 86 and the Green Bay Packers after never drafting him a first round receiver and then trading away the best weapon he ever had and said, come give us a Super Bowl some fucking way. I don't know how, why, or whatever. What's your thoughts, man? Aaron Rodgers. Pull it out your high waska ass. <laughs> <laughs> they smoke Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know what team he would be, but there's a few suitors out there for him. Oh, That's there's a bunch. Sure. I'm, I, think, I think he won the award because if he's on a different team, it's because he's holding out. He just signed a new contract. Mm-hmm. But I think people think he's walking away. I think we've seen yeah. the last of Aaron Rodgers under center. Apparently, according to these awards, man. So, that'd be a sad day. We salute you, Aaron Rodgers. Salute. It's been a hell of a career. Next up on the first annual Proofy Awards and this high-class-ass shit that we doing right now. This is the Bar Mat Award. Woo! You know what kind of <laughs> sludge in the bar mat? That shit is nasty. You got to just spray it off, hose it off with a pressure washer after each shift. We don't even want to touch this job. It's a health code violation, man, to even have this thing the way it is currently. And this goes out to the worst fucking coach in the NFL in 2022. And the nominees are all these fired motherfuckers. The Bar Mat Award nominees will be Frank Reich, he's been gone for a minute. Cliff Kingsbury, he's been gone for a couple days. Lovey Smith, been gone a couple days. Nathaniel Hackett, one year and done, one and done. And Matt Rule, who's probably going back to college. Oh, he won't go back to Nebraska, ain't he? Mm-hmm. Going back to ne- go, he's going back to college to Nebraska, baby. Ain't no recruit want to play in Nebraska, but that's where he got to go coach. Woo! Talk to me about the first annual Bar Mat nominees. So the first two, Frank Reich and uh, Cliff Kingsbury, they probably have the most talent on their team. Well, they know heck. <laughs> but however, they, they've been with the team for a few years. They know. You, you've, Reich, you've traded for quarterbacks the last few seasons. Kingsbury, you picked your quarterback as soon as you came into the league. And you're a fired 
from Texas Tech. Ooh, um, bruh. So, yeah, I'm glad you're fired again. Bruh. I never believed in you. But Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, could it be? I mean, just one year, not even a year. So, I would say Nathaniel Hackett. That's who you think wins it. Okay, okay. Well, you will. I think Frank Reich will have a decent NFL job next year, offensive coordinator. Cliff Kingsbury can probably get a college job. Nathaniel Hackett, I don't know who's calling him up. Lovey Smith, he needs to go back to coordinating defense. And Matt Rule, we already know where he's at. Let's see who won the first ever Bar Mat Award. You called it, baby. Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, no, I'm sorry. Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, Nathaniel I mean, Hackett. I, I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> One and done coach. Who's ever done less with more? I don't know. Urban I Meyer. I do not know. <laughs> Urban who. Meyer. Well, we didn't have these awards who. last year. That's the, the fake heart attack award right there for Urban Meyer. But that's over and done with. The chat loves it. Jordan Love era starts in three, two, one, says Bo Jones in the chat. Much love to the chat out there. The next award. This is an important award. This is an important award. I know... This is dear, near and dear to my heart. Because I've definitely been this guy. You see me be this guy. Oh, wait, no. You was in a van asleep in the parking lot at Fiddler's in Savannah. Because you couldn't hang that night. And I went in there with some of our friends. Hit a shot. It went right down. Woo! And I said, oh, it's coming right back up. I went and puked in a urinal. Came back and ordered me a beer. It was, I felt bad whoever had to clean that up. But this is the Puke and Rally Award, baby. The Puke and Rally Award. Somebody who just looked like they were ass last season or any other time before this year thought their career might have been over, but they've come back. They are relevant, and they are potentially here to stay. And the nominees for the 2022 Puke and Rally Award are... Geno Smith, Saquon Barkley, and the entire Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's give it up for them, y'all. Let's give it up for them. It's a short list. I mean, there ain't really many anybody else I can contend with this list, man. I like this list right here. Talk to me about it. So I hung out with you, you puked in the urinal. I've been there with you, and I puked in the urinal. I guess we're just assholes to these people but I mean it's better this, than all the way on the floor some of it flushed well I didn't even flush my I just left <laughs> but we did we did puke and rally we went to the next bar um I would say the Jacksonville Jaguars I, I alluded to it last oh. uh, question with the Urban Meyer and they've come from a shitty ass team fire dumpster uh, you know, playoff team this year. And the future is promising. I'd say the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. I didn't see that coming, man. I didn't see that coming because Geno Smith, man, he's in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? All of them are in the playoffs. <laughs> well, that's true. But he's the he's the captain of the team. You know what I mean? It's a one man as opposed to a whole team, man. Mm-hmm. But did anybody think Geno Smith would be playing after week three? We on this Not show said all offseason, I thought they'd be signing the Baker Mayfield or somebody. 
And they didn't. They rode with Geno Smith all the way to playoffs, who is now the Seahawks' leading passer for all time in a season. All-time single-season passing leader is not Russell Wilson's ass. It is Geno Smith. Bruh, whatever. Let's see who won this damn award. You ready? I'm ready. Damn, if you weren't right, it was the Jacksonville, the London Jaguars, baby. Shout out to the London Jaguars of Jacksonville. Our friends across the pond. We've always had a great UK listenership. We always joke about them being the London Jags because it's sent there every fucking year that there's a game in London. The Jaguars are playing. We call them the home crowd now. Hey, in 10, 20 years, maybe once the NFL is global, they will be the London Jaguars, but they are the winner. Everybody wrote them up. People even thought Trevor Lawrence. People even thought Trevor Lawrence was a bust because of how bad they were last year. And they wrote Geno Smith off, but he ain't right back, baby. He ain't right back. But the London Jaguars are the 20, 22 winners of the Puke and Rally Award. I love it. Dude. It makes sense. It makes sense. Urban Meyer, even even Gainesville people puke when they hear Urban Meyer. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you go from winning two national championships and your coach all of a sudden don't want to be there no more and then your program goes to shit, that's worse than what Jimbo Fisher did to Florida State. Not a whole lot worse, but it's close. Yeah. And they were still in their prime, man. And Jimbo, the nose had slid off a little bit under Fisher. But we won't get too much in the weeds. Bo Jones says, let Gino cook, baby. Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Now we're getting to a special time. And the first annual proofies. The listener submitted category. <laughs> We had several of y'all reach out to us on different social media categories, DMs, Messenger, and all sorts of things, suggesting your own categories once we announce what was happening this week. So we have three listener-submitted categories and nominees. And the first category listener-submitted is the Sean Payton Award. Who is most likely to have Sean Payton as their coach next year. And this is a good question, man. He's had interviews. He's talked about, he interviewed in, in um, Denver. He talked about how talented Kyler Murray is. Man, so the nominees of the first annual Sean Payton Award is Arizona, Carolina, Denver, Houston, Indianapolis, and New Orleans. What you think about that, man? One of those doesn't even have a coaching opening right now. Man. But it's his old coaching staff. So it's like, you know, you, you did enough. Uh, we just need the more offensive-minded coach, and we can coach the defense. The defense has kind of hasn't been the Saints' defense as we've known, and that's because they're head coaches right now. So that makes sense to me. Uh, Arizona. I don't know about that one. I think that that's going to be a trash heap, and I think mm. he'll read into that. Um, Denver looks really good. Uh, you got a great defense, and you got some offensive weapons. So put your scheme into it. Uh, and then Houston, there, there's a little bit more work to be done. Indianapolis, you can actually make a play. So I'm going to go with give me the Denver Broncos. 
Wow. And there's a great suggestion in the chat right now. Bo Jones. The L.A. Rams, dude. What if he doesn't come back? There is rumors of that. They didn't make the nominee list in the listener uh, suggested category, man. Let, yeah. Let's see. Well, L.A. Go ahead. Yeah, L.A. I mean, the, the thing about L.A. is y- you don't know what is underneath the sheets. Like, you're going to have to actually lift the sheets up black to light. see all, all the... Yeah, you're going to have to black like that bad. <laughs> um, I mean, especially on defense. Aaron Donald might not come back. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're starting to age on defense a little bit. Their offensive line. So, I mean, it's not the same team from two years ago. Well, the winner... I think it'd almost be a rebuild. The winner of the 2022 Sean Payton Award is... Indeed, the Denver Broncos, according to 100 Proof Football. The Denver Broncos, man, he's interviewed there already, so we know that's taking place. The Broncos had the biggest QB signing of the offseason last year. They're going to follow it up with the biggest head coach signing to go with those receivers and defense they have. Sean Payton always had an offense with a good defense behind him, man. All the puzzle pieces seem to fit with Sean Payton and Denver. So let's go. Next up, (laughs) in the listener submitted category section, the I'd rather watch a catheter be removed than watch this team play another game category, which I think is self-explanatory. But we have different nominees. The Week 8 Chiefs who lost to the motherfucking Indianapolis Colts <laughs> and cost us Bruh. a big parlay. What the hell is that? The Week 18 Cowboys, who just this week cost Bruh. us $2,000. The Week 2 through 8 Steelers, who went 1-7 and seven and somehow only beat the Bucks, and now they're in the damn playoffs. The Week 7 Patriots, who cost us a parlay against the Bears at home on Monday night, the only game we had left to win. The Steelers in that stretch lost the game to the Browns, which was competitive, but they lost us a lot of money that week too. And also just the Denver Broncos and their entire season's entirety, man. It's also a nominee, man. Talk to me about, talk to me about these uh, nominees. Let's give it up for these nominees, man, because they fucking suck. Yeah, I think uh, those nominees right there probably cost us at least 20 grand in winnings just on those weeks. <laughs> uh, at least the Steelers have some type of excuse. Uh, Watt being out pretty much during that time, I think they were 1-8 without him. And then they are, what, I don't know what the math is, but they're doing really well with him, so... I hate to keep shitting on the Denver Broncos, so I'm going to say week three Chiefs. I'm riding hot. I'm going to roll mm. the dice. Week three Chiefs. That would be probably the most inexplicable loss of all of them, I would say. So that's a good bet. Uh, the Denver Broncos, man, I don't know. It's just like kicking the kid while he's down. I don't know. Pick, you're picking on the small kid, and I don't dodgeball. Maybe that's the answer, though. Let's see who won. The 2022 trophy for the I'd rather watch a catheter get removed than watch this team play another game award. 
And the, the winner is... Oh, the Week 18 Cowboys that we just saw last week through, what, three interceptions, a pick six. Cost us two grand. This team somehow is supposed to go to the playoffs. They got one of the best offenses, talent-wise, on paper in the country, in the nation. One of the best defenses. And they just got spanked when they could have won their own division with the division on the line. The Week 18 Cowboys have won the 2020 award for they've won the I R W A C G R T W T T P A G award. Congratulations, Cowboys! <laughs> Congratulations! But at least they won something in uh, January. Let's give them oh, woo! He <laughs> doing it to him, man. It is that time where they perennially and annually are the subject of conversation, and now. The last but not least user-submitted award. This year's award for who cost you the fantasy championship the most. We have named it the Buttery Nipple Award because my co-host lost his Super Bowl and his opponent said he would have to take a buttery nipple shot on air. If he lost it, we still got to do it. It's a... It's a pretty weak shot. It's sugary as hell. We'll get it done one time when he's on here. But, uh, yeah, who costs you your fantasy Super Bowl champion the most award? The buttery nipple for this year goes to the nominees are Damar Hamlin. Too soon, bro. I don't know. T. Higgins. And Roger Goodell's ass, man. Roger Goodell's ass. Talk to me about the award. This is. I'm glad Demar's discharged. Otherwise, I'd have felt really bad putting this award up here, man. <laughs> Anytime Roger Goodell is in the list, I'm always gonna go to Roger Goodell. But just for shit's sake, I'm gonna say T. Higgins because you can't blame Demar Hamlin. But I could definitely blame T. Higgins, even though. Uh, Is that your official position as somebody who lost That's... the Super Bowl because Josh Allen couldn't play the game? Yeah. Yep. Wow. T. Higgins. Wow. Well, no, I, I hate Roger Goodell. I can't stand him. So, Roger Goodell. And the winner is Roger Goodell. There you go. Because you were on record on this show saying that you thought the game would get rescheduled and the playoff yeah. pushed back a week. I was here to tell you that shit wasn't happening. But well, I didn't think they would flip a coin either, or, you know, have a neutral field during the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's a really shitty solution. It's called a clown show, hey. and Roger Goodell's the head clown. Yeah, there you go. There's a reason he shouldn't even be getting applauded right now. He should be getting booed anytime he comes up on the stage. He gets booed. I heard he was not here in person to accept his award tonight. So Roger Goodell has cost anybody that needed that Bills Bengals game for their championship. We all blame Roger Goodell, baby. And that was the, let's give it up one more time for the user submitted section. The user submitted section of the first annual Proofy Awards. The user submitted categories. I love it. I love it. Bo Jones in the chat says he bets a bottle that he doesn't go to Denver. I will bet you, Bo Jones, a bottle. But we got to say what bottle, man. We're going to do, we gotta say I'll what do Evan right Williams. Place. I'll do Evan Williams with Bo Jones. Bo Jones. Paid on the cruise. 
Yeah, that's true, man. Bo Jones, you know I'm having a 40th birthday cruise, and you are invited, sir, as one of the pillars of the chat. Dude, Marshawn Lynch, I don't think like this category, man. I don't know. He giving you the, the glass eye and uh, the face I was making emoji, man. But, hey, this is a user submitted, Marshawn Lynch. We just putting them out there, man. Bo Jones says, DeMar Discharge, probably my next fantasy team name. Thank you, 100 Proof. Mine was going to be uh, Watson Discharge. <laughs> Thanks, 26 ladies. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. That's great. Stay tuned, man, to 100 Proof Football for the classic shit you'll ever watch. All right. <laughs> the next category in the first annual Proofy Awards, we're getting to the... Who is the big dogs? The awards everybody wants now. It's the bar manager award. The top bar manager award is for the best coach in the 2022 season. The nominees are Doug Peterson, Kyle Shanahan, Nick Sirianni, and Mike Tomlin. How about Mike Tomlin making the nominee list? After starting two and six, uh, what is it? Two and what is it? Two and eight, and finishing six and nine. Yeah. How about I'd that? Say that would With be a like ro- a Rooney Rule. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I mean, all, all all four of these guys, class act, and they all deserve to be here. Um. Peterson, like I said, puking rally. Kyle Shanahan, I think he's on the hottest streak the last 10 games in a row. Cincinnati, or Sirianni. Yeah, Sirianni. I mean, what he's done with Philadelphia and your tight man, Jalen Hurts. Oh, my tight man. Yeah, your tight man. Uh, I'd say give it to give it to Kyle Shanahan. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's hard to argue. Three different quarterbacks, and he's in the the playoffs. Mm-hmm. From who they wanted to have to who they had and didn't want to have and got him back to Mr. Irrelevant. And now in the playoffs, riding Mr. Irrelevant with all your Super Bowl hopes on the line, man. I like that pick, dude. I'm a Steelers fan. I like the Mike Tomlin pick. I saw a crazy stat, man. This is a crazy fucking stat, dude. I got to read it out loud since Mike Tomlin's name on here. The Steelers have played one game in their 256 games under Mike Tomlin where they've been eliminated from playoff contention. Did you hear that? That's a crazy stat. They've played 256 games under Mike Tomlin and only one game have they ever teed it up where they were already eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah, the last two years, I guess. No, it was, it, it was uh, what, four years ago or something like that. They made the playoffs last year. They were undefeated. They were like the last undefeated team a couple years before that. That's crazy. I thought last year was the... Uh, it was the Big Ben's last year. He, the, he made the, the playoffs goal. last year. Oh, because of the field goal. Yeah, so. yeah. There's only one time they've ever teed yeah. it up where they had no playoff hoops. Yeah, That's crazy out of 256 games, man. So that's my that pick. Kind of I'm good. a homer, but that's my pick. Even though I think Big Ben and the Killer Bees had a lot to do with that. Well, I've bloviated too much. 
Let's get back to it and see who the real winner of this trophy is, man, regardless of my opinion. And the winner is Bar Manager of the Year 2022, Doug Peterson, yo. Doug Peterson for the Jaguars. The London Jaguars, who Yoko has, Yoko has, has picked to win this week. Poo-poo on you, because you poo-pooing on the Jaguars, man. From London. Yeah, Peterson's a great coach. London yeah. town, dude. He was my I, my coach of the off-season hire, my coaching hire of the off-season 2022. There were some good candidates. Yours was in, in Miami, which also was a great coach. And, I mean, but I, speaking of that, I got another great stat to read for you. Ready? The Dolphins in 2021. Well, they started the season one and seven, but they ended the year eight and eight. But Brian Flores. Yeah. Well, this year they started eight and three, and they ended eight and eight. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about that? Old Brian Flores says, I see you, 100 proof. I know Brian yeah. Flores tuning in, man. We got you, baby. Come on, dude. Next up, we're getting to the big boy wars. We got one, two, Three awards left. Only three. The big ones. The Top Shelf Award, baby. Ooh, Ooh the music just changed right on time, too. The Top Shelf Award. The MVP. The NFL MVP, according to 100 Proof Football. The league hasn't announced it yet. That's fine. They want to see how the playoffs go. We already know who the league MVP is, baby. I'm going to tell you who it is right now. And these are the Nominees, the Top Shelf 2022 Award, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and my tight man, Jalen Hurts. Talk to me about the nominees, man. Not a lot. There's, there's really nobody else even belongs in the conversation, right? Come on. Let's give it up for the nominees. I'm sure you can uh, throw in Justin Jefferson or somebody like that, but it's a QB award this year. Uh, Almost every year. It's like the Heisman in that way. Yeah, it's the 100 proof Heisman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so I'm going to be a homer right now, and I'm going to say Jalen Hurts because, you know what, they only lost one game with him as a starter. They lost two as soon as he went down, so give me some your tight man, Jalen Hurts. Let me say it like this, man. There's not much room on the bandwagon left, okay? I'm not going to Forrest Gump you and say you can't sit here. Seats taken. But I'll scoot in a little bit. It's like I'm at the stadium and we ain't got chair backs and somebody's trying to sit in my row and I know they ain't got tickets, but it's a big game. But they brought a bottle and they're gonna share it with me and the folks around. So I'll scoot over and be a little more squished in for this game. Just to make room for you on the bandwagon for my type, man. Thank you. Thank All you. right. But hey, let me ask you this. You think it's Jalen Hurts? If you were building a franchise, which of these quarterbacks do you want in your franchise? I don't think it's going to be Jalen Hurts. No, I think I'd go Mahomes. They all have. Ooh, I don't know. You have Josh Allen in fantasy. You, Is Mahomes your answer? You, you you cannot pick a bad choice, I think, out of these three. Who but I would is the have choice? to say Patrick Mahomes. Me as well. I drank to that, sir. Cheers. 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 This is a damn good nominees but Patrick Mahomes is my choice let's see who the real deal is the winner 
of the 2022 Top Shelf Award. Woo! It is Jalen Hurts, my tight man. Jalen Hurts, man. Give it up. He's finally won the Heisman. <laughs> hey, I'll claim him on my team. He might have to bounce around from team to team in college. He can join my proofy, my proofy team anytime, man. Jalen Hurts, you've done a good thing. Your team is shit without you, and you somehow are winning these games, man. God bless you. Jalen Hurts for the first annual proofy for a top shelf player in the NFL 2022. That's a that's another trivia question, White, right there. Who won the first ever Top Shelf Award, baby? Proving. I think all these could be trivia questions. Well, th that's a thing, but don't <laughs> don't take the air out of my sails, man. I'm down with it. Let's go, let's go. Last, all right. These next two awards are the Creme de la Creme. It's best supporting actor, best actor. This is it. It's the one. And like award shows broadcast nationally every year, our ratings are worthy of it. We thank all y'all in the chat that's been here for the Hunter Proof first annual proofies. God bless y'all out there. Thank you so much. The first, the next award is the 2022 Barfly Awards, yo. This award goes out to our chat and the top contributors of our chat all year long. If you watch this stream, you know how much we love our chat, love our people. We like talking to chat more than we do ourselves. We just got to talk to ourselves so that we show up the next week. But the chat is the heart of the show. The chat is the meat and taters. We just decide, you know what I'm saying, that somebody cooked and brought to the potluck that you got to eat a little bit of just to make them feel good because they cooked it and brought it. You know what I'm saying? They put the time in. So this next award goes to the top contributor in the chat who makes the chat feel like home, baby. And without y'all, there ain't no show, man. This is it. The 2022 Barfly nominees are Marshawn Lynch Nice Joshua Gooday who made an appearance today Will North Donut Shalaski TK Ben Johnson York Fryer and Bo Jones baby Talk to me about this group man I know you I know this group means as much to you as it does to me, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I was actually kind of glad to see Josh Gooday. I think the most consistent guy out there right now is Bo Jones. Uh, York Fryer, he's done a lot this year with us, so I like him as well. And Marshawn, Marshawn. is there every week. Beast so mode. I'm going to go Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, Marshawn. I mean, it's kind of not fair name recognition how many thousand yard seasons the quads we can't reach around with our arms you want to reach around those quads <laughs> for what we're we should be so lucky <laughs> but the 
without further ado, the 2022 Barfly Award goes to the one, the only, Bo Jones, baby. Bo Jones. Give it up for Bo Jones, who is in the chat right now. He's in the chat right now. Of course it's Bo Jones. Give it up, man. We drink to I, you. I need to see a teardrop or something. Cry face. Come on now. If we need the emojis, man. What is it? You know. I know you never expected such an honor. But you earned it. You did earn it, man. The crowd is still clapping, man. They thought they thought they were done. They have started back up again, man. The crowd is still clapping. We are drinking to you. Cheers. This is the ball. They're about to Will Smith your ass. <laughs> don't go slap me, man. Don't don't uh uh what is it? Uh we know who this rule really goes to. Don't Kanye me, man. Cheers, Adam. <laughs> we drink it to the, the bar fly of the year. Cheers, baby. Cheers. Right. You still drinking the Willet or what? Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. I have killed the first bottle of Weller for the season. It is gone. Nice. I'm back to Trace. <laughs> so classy. I'm telling you. It gets it done. Bo Jones, congratulations. You get more beautiful. Bo Jones, do you have a speech? If you want to say something, you let us know, man. He ain't even here. Marshawn's <laughs> mad. Marshawn mad. Marshawn with a business. He's throwing popcorn at us right now. <laughs> Marshawn about to get up and walk out, man. Skittles, yeah. That's it. The last award of the first annual Proofies 2022. Man. This is the top donor of the year. Now, I don't like to say you can buy your way into uh, our favor, man. But money fucking talks, man. And all the rest of this shit can take a walk. Am I wrong, man? No, I mean, it takes money to do anything. I mean, hey, we appreciate it. Hey, look at all these graphics. Look at all the design. Look at this nice suit we had to get straight from the... Who was the tailor? Jen Lin. The Jen Lin, baby. <laughs> Gotta get this Jen Lin profile, man. Custom. So, this shit ain't cheap, man. So, we appreciate y'all that make it happen, that make it worthwhile. And the next award is the 2022 100 Proof Barstool Nameplate. That means, you know how it is. You've been in them bars. They got a nameplate on the chair. Or on the bar. And anytime you sit down, you know who seats you in if they ain't there. And you know if they show up, you have to get the fuck up. Cause that's usually though it's in memory of. <laughs> I don't want to sit there. They don't always say in memory of. No, sometimes it's just them people, Some man. People. You know, hey, you ain't gotta take it there. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the 2022. When well, he ain't here tonight, so a memory of when he used to be in the fucking chat. Remember uh 2022, 100 proof. Barstool nameplate. Southern Yankee. The nominees are Southern Yankee. Dak's right arm. Giants handyman. Lunch meat. And Adam's mom. Let's go. 
Let's go. Some oh, of the man. great donors we've had over the season making us drink. Every time they've donated, they made us spin that wheel over and over again. Making us drink. It is 100 proof football after all. We're going to keep the applause going the whole time they're nominated. Talk about these folks, man. Say something about each one of them. Man. Each and every right. one of them. So, Adam's mom, you got to start off because it's my mom, apparently. And you know what? She gave us the biggest donation. Well, actually, I guess my dad gave me the biggest donation to my mom. So, But she takes credit like a typical woman. Uh, lunch meat. I mean, honestly, who doesn't love the name Lunch Meat? They've been in there for a few times, and I could just imagine their body just being gross. Uh, Giant's Handyman. That was an original thing that made me laugh out loud. Love it. That's right because on. Because that, was, that yeah. was about the massage or whatever, right on the sideline? Oh, that yeah. was that week, he was man. Yeah. Down and I think he was lifting his testicles just to make sure he got... Both hands in. And you gotta aerate them. Yeah. Uh, Dax Right Arm. That was pretty clever. Uh, there's other ones, but I like Dax Right Arm. And then Southern Yankee. You can't forget about him. He, d- he did donate a lot in the offseason. He spun the wheel. I think he did the only $69 donation he, that we've he had. He does have the highest all-time donation. Doesn't mean he has the highest cumulative donation. But that's not how the awards get. We're not. It's not just a dollars and cents award. Yeah. I'm just saying I appreciate it. Like you said, money talks. Dude. <laughs> Consistency. No, I'm talking. Dude, we appreciate everybody. Yeah. And thank you everybody for that's that's made this season what it is. God bless y'all. Hey, we just two former college roommates doing what we would be doing anyway, drinking and talking shit and talking football. And now we're doing it on stream and making some people some money. As well as ourselves, man. So glad y'all are here. This is a special nominee nomination category. The last one and this one too. These are the these are the two that matter the most. And the winner of the 2022 100 proof Barstool nameplate is. Southern Yankee, give it up for him, y'all. Southern Yankee that came through, man. He has destroyed my liver. Thank you, sir. You've made me pound over and over again. I'll pound it for you. Fist bump. Much love out there. I don't know where this is going. (laughs) We doing it, man. Southern Yankee has been... Top donor of 2022, both in girth and length, man. Girth and length. Talk about Southern Yankee nice. and length. Yeah, now we know who the winner is. You got to say something nice about him. Why? <laughs> fair enough. All right, fair enough. I'm down with it, man. And that's going to do it for the 2022 Proofies. From the Rocky Mountains of Utah. Down to the panhandle of Florida. You know what time it is. Let's call, baby. Let's call. Back to the normal screen. This is the after party. We're back here in the streets with our former wear on. Dude, we got to talk about what we saw this week. Parting thoughts, man. I know you got some. You want to opine about the college football playoff and all that stuff, man. Talk to me about the. What's on your mind? You don't have to talk about college football, but 
this is what we usually do. We end up on college or something stupid that we just talk about off in the week, man. So parting thoughts, last call. What's on your mind? Alright, uh, it, it's nothing fancy or anything, but uh, let, let's go in honor and memory of J.J. Watt's last game no. last year, um, and earlier this week he's like, there's no words that, that are coming up right now except for just thank you, and honestly, I mean, that, that those are sometimes the simplest words or the best words, and I think it could be reciprocated to the fans too. Uh, JJ is such a class act. He donated to Houston when they went right. through the flooding with the hurricanes. He didn't want any publicity or anything. And he's he seems like he's doing the game the way it should be done. And I just want to tell JJ thank you. And I don't have any yes, big words or elaborate things to say, but just a simple thank don't you. Don't get emotional on us now. Don't, hey, I don't like keep it together. Emotional. Oh, I will try. <laughs> we just came from the proofy, so I'm a little emotional. <laughs> hey, yeah, my favorite thing J.J. Watt ever did besides sacking the shit little people and playing with a broken nose and giving us those cool moments, man, even though they've been a few years removed, was this year he paid somebody's bet off when they hit him up on Facebook, I mean on Twitter, said uh, he didn't get credited for a touchdown when he should have, and he agreed. And so that busted a parlay, and he paid that guy's uh, winnings. He said, you would have won this. I said I got a touchdown. They called him down or whatever it was. And uh, so he said, I agree that you should have got a touchdown for that. And he paid his parlay off. That's cool because that's what this fucking show is about, man. So I drink to that. JJ Watt, salute. Salute. My part ain't thought of college football playoff, bro. Just happened. Relevant. Mm -hmm. AF. Yo. That's the worst game we watched in a long time. Whose fault is that? Yep. Alabama's. Fair (laughs) enough. Thank you. I do like that answer. Thank you, because if Alabama would have beat somebody they should have beat, they should have been there. But I feel the Alabama fans right, man. They lost two games, but both of the games they lost was the last play of the game. That's kind of- not, not only that, though. Okay, let's play devil's advocate both ways. So, as an Alabama fan, we lost two at-night games, built-up games, like full-capacity games, into Death Valley and into New Orleans Stadium. Like, crazy places to play at night. And both places were crazy. Like, it... And we lost in last... They were both on the road, is what you're saying. Well, I mean, we should have... I mean, if you're going to be a championship team, you got to win at least one of those games. Yeah. So, I'm not making any excuses, but I'm just saying, like, the circumstances is... It was really stacked up against Alabama in that certain way. Well, I f- like no one plays those kind of primetime games at night. Yeah, where it's that kind of crazy. I, crowd. I think that even more than that, that maybe this is unpopular opinion. I think the A and M and Texas games hurt you more than the losses did. I agree. Yeah. If you'd have beat them teams like you should have, then people's like, "Well, this is Alabama," then they could have been like, "Hey, those are hyped up." Circumstances, flukes, last play of the game, whatever. But then you play the teams you're supposed to kick your shit out of, and then you barely beat those teams. I think that's what kept you out of the playoffs. 
All I got to say is, man, we made the vault bet last week. I said Jared Verse probably going to be coming back. He came back since I said it. The way two early top 25 has been coming out, Florida State between four and six at every one of them. Watch my nose. I love it. Suck our spears. We're coming for you, baby. 2023, baby. I don't know if we win the national championship because we're going to need some injury luck because we're not as deep. We're getting some depth, though. We're getting some quality depth, dude, transfer portal-wise. You are. Yeah. But, uh, You're getting great depth, and I think your offensive scheme is very – I mean, you have a lot of speed and talent where need be. Well, that's the nicest shit you yeah. ever said, man. You all right. You're drinking a lot tonight, ain't it? I'm not drinking at man, all. because you got well, this ball better than they making the playoff <laughs> next year, man. I don't think they make the playoffs, especially if they're the higher the seed playoffs? is, I think, is detrimental to FSU. I think uh, you're reading into it too much. If, if like, oh, I, I'm the number four seat, like going into preseason. Oh, I'm ranked four. I'm ranked six. Oh, you know, Bad. I'm the first person to say these preseason shit and even in season shit don't matter. It's what the playoff committee says. Now, well, the problem with that is that the playoff committee watches ESPN and all that shit, too. And they probably biased in the same way by those polls. But. For once in the last whatever. Hey, we lost to Jacksonville State two years ago. I see all motherfuckers <laughs> in the playoffs, and I'll be swinging my dick all around the, black, the town about it, man. I'll be happy as hell about it, dude. And I'm there for it, dude. So y'all will see me, whatever. I think the championship's in Houston next year. Come on. You're swinging your dick in Houston? I'm going to do, it, every, I'm gonna do it in every stadium we go to, man, because I'll be there, dude. From the Rocky Mountains of Utah, down to the panhandle of Florida. This has been 100 Proof Football. My name is Paul Kleckler from my co-host, Adam Pope. Keep it real. Keep it 100. May all your parlays come through and may all the women be satisfied. We out. I'm out of here, bitches. <laughs>